Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play fiasco. I am your host, Derek, with the triumphant return of Megan. Yay! <sighs> Megan! Megan! Oh, oh cop, cop, please, please <laughs> hold your applause. I'm back. And joining us this time around, we have a wonderful guest, Susanna. Hey, what's up? And Susanna also does podcasting things, so we're going to go ahead and give her a chance to plug her shows. Hey there, guys. I am the keeper of the Thornvale podcast. That is a Monster of the Week actual play horror podcast following the lives of three monster hunters as they struggle to protect a small island town off the coast of Florida. That sounds dope as hell. It's super dope. It's also terrifying right now, and I'm getting people sending me like little gifts that say like, you monster. <laughs> and it's great. I uh, gotta love that. Yeah, I have had a chance to play on live stream with Susanna. It is a whole lot of fun, so make sure to check that out. Oh yeah, I also have a uh, a Twitch show called Dragon Knights One Shots, where I take other actual play podcasters through a monster of the week one shot once a month my next one's actually coming up uh tomorrow i don't know when this episode comes out but it will have been on december 17th oh yeah this will be coming out well after that <laughs> yes <laughs> but you can find us on youtube uh at thornvale and, and catch up on all the live streams all right, and this time around, we have a listener-submitted playset. So a huge thank you to Tyler Burns for sending us his created playset, Black Neon. Very cool. Thanks, Tyler. And the score reads as such. I get to, I get to read the score. It's so fun to read the that. score. I know. The cold, cold city. Live your dreams. That's what they told us when we were kids. You can do anything you want. Just believe in yourself. Work hard told us that one too. Look at me. Do I look like I'm dreaming? Sometimes the furthest you can dream is surviving the night, hoping to wake up to see tomorrow. If you're lucky, really lucky, you get your shot. At getting big, getting even, or even getting out. You gotta take your shot if you see it, and hope, don't dream, that it all works out. Movie night suggestions include Blue Ruin, Brick, uh, The Departed, Following the Lookout, uh, some music stuff that I'm skipping through, Nightcrawler, that's a good movie, uh, Reservoir Dogs, Seven, The Town, Usual Suspects, Sexy Beast, that's an underrated film. That's a good British gangster film. I'm pretty sure I've seen none of those movies. I'm also going to plug one of the music things, uh, Rain Dogs by Tom Waits. Yeah, actually, that is that is really good. That's... We should, we should build it. and Matt, Matt and honestly Mad, Mad Villainy by, by Mad Villain that's, that's also good good picks you know usually a lot of times we, we point out that the movie night seems to sort of be lacking but good picks Tyler yeah solid choices alright I suppose <laughs> I don't know any of these things get get hip with the youth and and or the, the pop cultural zeitgeist why don't you uh huh <laughs> All right, Tyler, hit yeah, us okay. up. Apparently, you need to fill Susanna in on all of these things. Apparently. But uh, we are playing the neon, the black neon playset, of course, by Tyler Burns. So thank you again, Tyler. And this time around, I am playing Keith Muse, who has a relationship with Megan's character of family with a need to get even, an object of weapons, these, which I realize now that you can't see me holding my hands up. <laughs> 
makes the joke a little less funny. <laughs> it, the, the play said it really did. It, it just uh, these parentheses yep, holds up hands. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, and I am playing Nixon Muse, although uh, last name is spelled a little differently. It's M E W S. Derek's character is M M U S E. And I have a relationship. A relationship. I have a relationship. <laughs> I have a relationship, you guys. Uh, I have a relationship to Susanna's character of crime. Uh, that we're we're cat we're we're hot. God damn, we're thieves. <laughs> we're cat burglars with a need to get yes. respect and an object of sentimental value. So I am Dixon Riley. Uh, my real name is Jimmy Riley, but I changed it. Uh, I have a relationship of the past with Keith. I have a need of to get the tr- to the truth. I have an object of transportation, and I have a location of downtown. It was, it was very good. <laughs> it was very good. All wonderful things as we lean into a very uh, dark, gritty, noir story. So uh, with that being said, does anyone have a scene that they'd like to start the story arc with? All right, I have two different ideas. You can kind of tell me which one you want to do first. Uh, we uh, Dixon's mom going to, to Keith to, to entreat him as to the whereabouts of her boy, or D- Dixon and Nixon doing a crime. Do you want to start with like a petty crime, and then I have to follow up of where the hell uh, Jimmy is afterwards? Yeah, I like the, I like the idea of doing a crime. Okay. Uh, then we got to figure out, where are we doing a crime... Well, we're cat burglars yes. specifically, so maybe this is like one of the first times that like you're actually taking me out in the All field. Right. Okay, with you. okay, okay. <laughs> really I got a good solid opening, so you just kind of just jump, jump, jump in, jump in after me. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gotta gotta get my instrument going. <laughs> Nixon Muse going down the street sticks to the shadows as if he was born there his entire life back up against the brick but never up against the wall strokes his chin gently uh, looking at the far side upper window thinking will this be the big score he's been waiting for Dixon Riley comes up behind him and bumps into a trash can knocking it over Dixon, what, you don't need to narrate when you knock into things. What the hell are you doing? Oh, uh, I, I kind of thought that no, was no. what we do. You know, I thought that was no, how it no, went. No, no, that's, that's my thing. That's Nick, that's, that is a Nixon Muse thing. Do you want to know what a, did you want to know what a Dixon oh, okay. Riley thing is? What, what, what's Being that? Being quiet. Right, right, okay, I can, I can do that, I can do that. You got you, you do, you're doing great, you're doing great. Uh, you're not making me regret you taking you out here at all. You want to know what another thing Dixon Riley can do? Boost me up to that window. Yeah, I can, I can, I can do that too. All right, then. I guess, I don't know, if you, you, you like put your hands, you like do the thing where you mesh your hands together, you give me like a little, give a little boost. Yeah, yeah. And just, it's like, Dixon hoists himself, <clears throat> hoists himself up to the window, testing it. Ears keen, all of senses heightened. Uh, damn it. Um, Dixon, don't don't listen to this part. Just uh, go go over the. Okay, I'm not listening. Shit, I should have written this out ahead of time. Go be the lookout. Or I drop my hands from giving you a boost, and I go to be the lookout. 
and then Nixon almost falls. It's like, fuck! Uh, Nixon Muse regains his footing. Cat-like, much like a cat burglar. Oh, that's good. I gotta write that one down later. But for now, he peers into the window. Oh, and sees a sleeping form of what looks like a beautiful woman. Intriguing. Now, to slip the catch. The catch does not, the catch on the window does not slip. It's just like, he jiggles it, and jiggles it a little harder. He slips the catch. He slips, he slips the catch. He slips the catch. Dixon. Dixon. Need any help? Can you, can you grab a rock? Can you just, just grab, just grab any yeah, rock? Yeah, yeah just grab, grab rock. any rock. I found like a piece of gravel that's broken off from the road and toss it up. And it goes right through the window. <laughs> Instead of like Nick Nixon misses oh, it. Shit shit. Uh, who's there? Uh, 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 and then uh, uh, Nixon opens the window and actually slides into the room and it's just like, hello there, madam. Oh, a gentleman suitor. <laughs> yes, it's it is I. Gentleman, gentleman thief, Nixon Muse. Thief? Oh, I'm here to steal your heart. Oh, you can steal a little bit more than that. <laughs> Don't worry, my darling. I'll, I, I will. Um, and uh, because this is the old timey days, where and where, where guys just did stuff like this, Nixon leans in for a kiss. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he steals a kiss. Oh yeah, it's like, Mwah. and while he's <laughs> while he's doing that, he like grabs a bunch of just loose jewelry off the nightstand, <laughs> tosses it out the window. <laughs> Pretty much tosses it out the window behind him. A giant brooch just lands on Dixon's head. And he goes, ah, ow! <laughs> the old lady's like, who is that? <laughs> You're so suave and debonair. Uh, I, I should go freshen up first. Oh, yes, please. I'll wait an eternity for you, my dear. She uh, shuffles off. And Nixon grabs whatever else he sees in the room that looks valuable and uh, just basically hucks his ass out that window. <laughs> Nixon Muse makes his great escape. <clears throat> gets the wind knocked out of him, <clears throat> but gets back up and is ready to go and on the move another smooth clean exit from <sighs> gentleman thief nixon muse great job boss thank you dixon what did now what did we learn from this this little excursion hmm? we learned that maybe we should bring something to open windows next time uh, uh i mean i was going to say we learned to adapt to any sort of situation we may find ourselves in but you know what you're not wrong now let's run away very quickly, because that old lady's going to be coming out of that room any minute now. All right, can we run away towards our truck, like the truck that I stole? But stop saying thief words out loud, Dixon. That—that's the second thing we learned from tonight. Just remember, remember, right. Dick, Dick, right. yeah, yeah, Dixon yeah. Riley does not speak. Right. Okay. I pull the key out of my pocket and point. <laughs> good, good lad. All right, let's go. Oh, we gotta get a sexier car. And as the camera pans away, you just see the uh, older woman just looking longingly out at the window as they make their escape. <laughs> Aww. <laughs>
We've taken her jewels, but we've given her a story to tell. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's a good one. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, I guess the next scene should presumably be Keith and uh, Dixon's mom. Yeah, I'm just waiting for- uh... Do you want to be Dixon's mom? I can be Dixon's mom. Okay. Okay. So we open to a rundown, not completely dilapidated, but very well-worn older gym with a bunch of younger, uh, probably late teens, hitting various punching bags, speed bags, some of them jump roping, and a uh, couple of them are sparring in the middle of a ring that's missing a couple ropes. Keith is on the sideline trying to coach these guys as they're practicing. No, you gotta, you gotta dodge and weave. You gotta dodge and weave. I keep telling you. Ow! Ugh. Oh, I, you got my jaw, Mr. Muse. See, I weaved when you should have dodged. What do I keep telling you, dude? You gotta keep the hands up. You gotta go under the hooks. You gotta sidestep the uppercuts. Otherwise, you're gonna lose a couple teeth. Hello, Mr. Muse. Yeah, uh, take five, kids. You know, get some water. Uh, just uh, towel yourselves off and uh, hit the showers. What about our teeth? Uh, we'll worry about those later. Just uh, pick them up. I know a good dentist. <laughs> Over on the south side, you call me up afterwards and I'll get you to find a good dentist. See? Thank you, Mrs. Riley. You take care of yourself now. Mrs. Riley, what can I do for you? Well, Keith, I haven't seen... I haven't seen Jimmy anywhere. Like, for like two weeks. <laughs> two weeks? <laughs> Two weeks, Mrs. Riley. I ain't running no daycare, no hostel here. What do you mean two weeks? He's only supposed to be showing up a couple times a week for like an hour at a time. Have you seen him? Well, uh, no. I I mean, I got so many kids here. Hmm. You know what I think, Keith? What's that, Miss Riley? I think he's been running with your with your with your boy Nixon. Oh, you know better than to say that name around here. Nixon ain't no member of my family. All right. Well, I I I saw him. I saw him last with him. It, what do you mean you saw him left with him? You just told me you ain't seen him in two Last weeks. Last time I saw my Jimmy was with that boy Nixon. Well, I couldn't have been from here. I mean, I, I'm not in charge of what he's doing outside of this uh, this boxing club, all right? But if he's running with Nixon, shit. Okay, you know what, Miss Riley? Uh, let me let me see if I can get a hold of him, all right? Uh, Nixon might be stopping by. He owes me a little bit of money to help out this, uh, this studio that we got going. Uh, I'll I'll see if he's seen your seen your boy. All right. You better. Uh, all right, fine. I... <laughs> There's no clear to just. You, she you just better. she just turns around and leaves. She knows where to call. He knows where to call her. So Keith uh, storms off to the office, slams the door, and the blinds just fall off of him. He goes into his office, picks up his phone, starts dialing, and as the phone's ringing, he looks out and realizes uh, his car's missing. He's like, "What?" Damn it, Nixon! Slams the receiver down, picks it up, and calls the cops. 24th Precinct. What can I do for you? Hey, officer, it it appears that uh, my no-good brother may have taken my truck again. Uh, okay, you're gonna have to look. We live in a big city, there's a lot of crime. You're gonna have to be slightly more specific. Don't you know this town's always seem bigger when we only have three people in them? But all right, yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know who you are. You just call me up and you're like, hey, my brother's stolen my truck. Like I'm involved in all up in your family business. Like I, like I, I recognize this voice. I don't, you know, I, I can't just be solving all your problems. You just pick up the phone, not even how you doing. Just hey, police, my car is gone. You know what? Why don't you, why don't you show us a little respect every now and then? All the things we gotta do in this town. Why don't you solve your own crime for once? And then the cop hangs up on you. <laughs> and uh, Keith just walks back to the window, dejectedly, head down. He's like, what is it with this fucking town? I'm getting it from both ends. And as he does, he sees the truck pull up. For our, buddy, our poor buddy Keith. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think... Uh, as the truck pulls up, you see Jimmy just, like, get out just, like, very slowly, just, like, try to, like, park it, and it makes this, like, really loud squeak with the brakes as it parks. Yeah, it's a very beat-up truck in about as good a shape as the, uh, gym is. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not much to write home about either. Um, and he gets out of the, he, like, gets out of the car and then, like, tries to, like, really quietly just, like, close it. And then he looks up and he sees Keith looking at him and he just waves nervously. Oh yeah, his breath is like steaming up the window. <laughs> and then he runs. And so the door to the gym, yeah, the door to the gym flies open as uh, Keith rushes out. Yeah, he's down the street. God damn it, Jimmy, get back here. Oh, I'm running. Uh, he runs over to his truck, seeing if maybe the keys were left in it. The keys are not in it because I think he forgot them. So uh, Keith runs over to check, sees the keys are gone. He's like, God damn it, not again. And starts to chase it after. Oh, no. You get back here, you no good son of a bitch. That's rude, Keith, Mr. Muse. <laughs> so I'm running away. And I think because I think because uh, Dixon has been skipping the classes, Keith has no issue as he's starting to gain on him. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Dixon is so weak. <laughs> And so after a very short, like maybe two blocks, Keith just immediately grabs Dixon by the back of his shirt collar. Ah! Give me back my goddamn keys, all right? Yeah, okay, okay, Mr. Muse, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I just, uh, just, Dixon told me I needed Nixon. a car, and I, I don't have a car. What are you doing running around with that no good lousy? No, no, not, mm, I didn't say Nixon. He finally sets Dixon back down on his feet, holds his hand out for the keys. He gives him the keys. Look. What did I tell you about running with that asshole? Uh, that it would get me put three bullets in my forehead? If you're lucky. You know what? You know what, Jimmy? You know what I had to deal with tonight? My, my name's not Jimmy anymore. What do you mean it ain't Jimmy no more? Uh, I go by, I go by, uh, Dixon now. Dixon? Oh, God damn it. Jimmy, Dixon, Jixon, Demi, I don't give a shit what your name is. I had your mom. I had Mrs. Riley. You had my mom. <laughs> yeah, let me finish before you start freaking out. I had your mom storming into my gym looking for your little ass. And I had to tell her I didn't know where little Jimmy was, but that he was a he was a street shooter. He was a good kid. Not that he was running with my asshole brother. Now come to find out she was right. You made me lie to your mother. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I, I'm doing this because of my mama. We're never gonna get out of this town. We're never gonna leave. I'm, I'm just running with Nixon to try to like, you know, get enough money to get her out of that crap hole apartment she lives in. 
You think Nixon's gonna do that? Take a look around this city, Jimmy. You think anybody around here has been able to get out? You think Nixon's got the means to get out of here? Why do you think he's running all these shitty crimes around town? Hey, look, Nixon is a, a hardcore cat burglar, man. Oh, cat burglar. Is that what he's doing this week? A month ago, it was this great scheme, this big old pyramid of of lackeys and whatnot that he was going to schmooze his way through. I don't think I don't think Dixon knows what this is. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Neither does Keith, but it sounded good in the moment. It's fair <laughs> enough. All right, look, Jimmy, your mother's worried about you, all right? Let's go back to the gym. We'll have her come pick you up. Just stay away from Nixon, all right? He's he he's no good. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I, I I will come back. And he just uh, pats him on the shoulder and kind of shoves him towards the gym. So you know what's got to come next. Of course. Crime. Oh, no. Well, no. We, before we, we, have, we got rules here. Before we get to the crime, we have to get to the interpersonal family drama. <laughs> These are the rules of rolling misadventures. So there's a there's a bar downtown, and it's one of those ones where it has these sort of delusion, like like delusions or, or pretensions of being classy, but it is it's very seedy. That it's it's uh mostly populated by like mafioso types, like middle middle level crime people who have aspirations of being in like a sort of a fancier bar but it's not like a dive it's it's just in that sort of awkward it's in an awkward phase it's a it's a <laughs> bar going through puberty and keith knows that more often than not this is where nixon spends his nights all right so keith walks up and i imagine there's probably someone sitting at the door Oh, yeah, probably. Hey, Frank, you gonna let me in this time? Uh, Keith, what are you doing here, man? Look, I'm just, my brother owes me a little bit of money. I'm just gonna, just gonna talk, all right? I'm gonna I'm I'm keep these ham hocks holstered. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, Keith, yeah, I'm gonna let you in, but you do me a favor, all right? All right. First off, uh, look, uh, my boy Bobby... He's getting he's getting bullied in school again. Can I send can I send them your way for a few lessons? Uh, Frank, of course you could do that. All right. You know what? The, for the trouble I caused the last time I was here, let's just uh, we'll say that squares us up. All right. All right. And then uh, as you, as you're walking in, hey Keith, one last thing. Yeah. What is it, Frank? Please never call your hands ham hocks ever again. It's fucking weird. He just puts his hands in his pockets. And so inside, it's it's smoky. Uh, it's dark. There's someone playing a jazz piano, but they're playing it very poorly. Uh, they're probably pretty drunk. And, uh, Nixon is in, like, a little corner booth by himself. Presumably drinking his, uh, the result of his ill-gotten gains. And without a word, Keith walks up and just slams his hands down on the table. What? (laughs) Keith! Keith, my boy, this is a... This is an upstanding establishment. You can't just walk in and uh, and and just cause a scene like this. What's a? What's, you always start off with just a just a violent burst from you all the time. Sit down, have a drink. And I think he does. He just slides into this booth next to Nixon. Yeah. What can I? Uh, what can What can I get you? First, you can get me a fucking whiskey. All right. And he he holds a he holds up a finger. 
Uh, excuse me. Boy. One fucking whiskey for my brother here. One fucking whiskey coming up. Thank you. Here you go. Keep the change. Uh, speaking of change, so before we get into whatever it is that you're angry about this time, he slides his wallet open and he makes a big show of flicking through like a bunch of like hundred dollar bills. It just takes way longer than necessary to do so. And, and Keith just rolls his eyes. Before removing a few and passing them over to you. Keep that, uh, keep that rat hole of yours open a little longer. Keith looks down, sees the money, and slides it back in front of him. I don't want your fucking money. I told you that place can handle itself. I'm keeping it open. The lights are on, the doors are open. I should have probably closed them before I locked up. My mistake. The doors are only open because they're falling off, Keith. Uh, do yourself a favor. Take the money. It doesn't... There's no There's no strings attached. There's no favors. I'm just trying to help my brother... To help, to help my little baby brother out. Can't I do that? Can't I help my brother? I mean, you could. But... See, the thing is, Nixon, you're always causing more problems. And while you might be trying to help me out with this money, you've been hurting my customers. You've been hurting my clientele. I heard, no, hell, I saw, I caught him in the act, that you've been running around with little Jimmy. The hell do you think you're doing with that boy? Uh, the young man's got potential, Keith. Potential that is, quite frankly, wasted. Slapping other boys around in your gym. All right, he's got, he's got, he's sharp. Well, well, he could be sharp. If he was molded and, and trained by the right person, he's got quick hands, I'll say that for him. And he, he moves well, you know, he's got all the makings of a good cat burglar. He just needs somebody to uh, show him the way. Take, take him under their wing. Little, little whatever his, his name is. I've just been calling him Dixon because honestly, it's easier for me. I can't remember that kid's name for the life of me. Nixon, look, you're right. He does have potential. With you, he's got the potential to get thrown in the slammer. With you, he's got a potential to take two in the forehead. And at that, like, so Nixon's been very chill this entire time. And this is the first time that he gets a little, not angry, but he, he kind of puffs up a little bit. Or it's just like... To, excuse me? You wanna do? Would you? Would you like to repeat yourself, there, brother dear? Oh, what? Like the muse name hasn't been out there? Is you know getting the friends in trouble? Getting the friends shot? You think I want to see that happen in little Jimmy? And that's what you think I would do? You think I'm gonna go and get a child shot? I'm not. Look, that is that is the only kind of language that you would understand, wouldn't it, Keith? Guns, and then you see like his little his his uh his carefully manufactured affect starts to slip away. Guns, fists, violence, brute, fo brute, brute force. That's, that's what you know. That's what you, that's where we came from. And so that's what you think is the only kind of thing we can do. That's not the kind of game I run anymore. I am, am sophisticated. Do you understand what that means? I, what I do now, it's, it's, cl it's clever, it's quick, it's simple, it's easy, and it's making me more money than you could imagine. I'm gonna take this kid, to, uh, 
Dixon. You know, it's just easier. I'm, I'm gonna take this kid, Dixon, and I'm gonna give him a life that he couldn't have imagined. Fucking punching the wall in your piece of shit, the gym. All right. You what do you think? I'm breaking down the, the fucking door of the Capriati family to go and steal the family jewels? Like, you use your fucking head, Keith. All right. I know that you've. You've tried to, to distance yourself from everything. You know, you think, oh, if I spell my name different too, maybe nobody will know. Oh, just dirty money, you know? It's, money is money. It's good, it's useful. It's, it's helped me a hell of a lot. It could help you if you take a bit. And it could help this kid. Take a look around yourself, Nixon. Look at all these washed up has-beens that couldn't make it with the Capriotis or any of the other families around here. You think none of them dreamt big? You think none of them thought that they could pull the next big one? Get the hell out of this town? And yeah, here they are, crying into their fucking whiskey. That's maybe, because ain't none of them were as smart as me. Did you ever think of that? Look, Nixon. One fucking whiskey, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> your timing, your, your timing's impeccable, Tony. You're welcome. He, he like, throws a $5 bill at you, now fuck off. Thanks, Muse. Nixon, all I'm saying, just leave the boy out of it, all right? You can do whatever you want around this town. You can try to make it big, make it rich, and get the hell out of here. But just don't drag him into any of your trouble, all right? He's got a family. His mom's worried about him. And I got a fucking answer for that. All right. Well, uh... <clears throat> and Nixon stops. He kind of straightens his tie, and he sort of slides back into this character he's created. Two things, Keith. Firstly, this boy... He's his own man. In fact, he's practically a man. And he can make his own choices. I'm not going to, you know, if he if he wants to come to me and learn from the best, I'm not going to stop him. And second, and he leans in very close and he takes the, the money that's been sitting on the table and he just kind of stuffs it very roughly in your shirt pocket and kind of pushes you back out of the booth as he does. Don't you ever tell me what I can and can't fucking do. And at this point, Keith is just, he's red. Like, but he knows that if he throws down in this bar, it is not going to end well for him. And without a word, he spins on his heel and just storms out of the bar. And as he passes the doorman, he grabs the money out of his pocket, just tosses it back to him. How are the Muse boys going to get their way out of this one? Find out next time. <laughs> Hey guys, it's your host Eric with a quick intermission. First off, a huge thank you to our lovely, beautiful, wonderful, and rambunctious, and I gotta really invest in a dictionary at some point, but a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters, Kate, Ben, and Sarah. Again, thank you guys so much for helping us out with what we do here by helping us cover our hosting costs and the cost of our website and upgrading equipment and things of that nature. If anybody else would like to help support us, make sure to visit patreon.com slash rollingmisadventures, where for as little as $1 a month, you get some blog posts kind of stuff, as well as a shout out. And at higher tiers, like the $3 level, you also get bonus content, like the setup for this story arc, or any other games that we decide to play, as well as just behind the scenes updates on what's going on with the show, like news about our brand new co-host that we just recorded with. 
Uh, but that being said, I don't really have any other news for this intermission. So let's go ahead and hop back into that story. Greetings, interstellar travelers from Point Zero Star, a sci-fi RPG adventure with five humble Canadians as your hosts. Follow the crew of the Mary Shelley, Vinyl Flyway. I would just hate it if we walked in there, you know, with like a gun and then she shot us with our own gun. Kays. You'll have to excuse me, Coachella, but <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, cut our lunch short. Coachella's my sister. Nix Nedra. And she looks up at Nix and she's studying you for a sec, just eyeing you up. I flex. And the daring captain, Rust Duckers. And he's like, that that's you, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, if you ever hear anybody talking about it, just remind them who you sold this thing to. They're just trying to earn some thread and stay under the radar. But things haven't worked out that way so far. Look for Point Zero Star on iTunes or wherever you receive podcast transmissions. So we have uh, two more scenes for Act One. All right. Now we can do crime. So now I imagine, uh, hmm, I'm thinking, I don't know if I want him to be at home or maybe still in the bar. Uh, They're probably still in the bar because I think Dixon knows where. Maybe, oh, I have an idea. You Just coming out of the bar and you see Dixon arguing with the 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 bouncer trying to get into the bar but he's 17 so he's not letting him yes excellent <laughs> all right then we, derek you could be about turn being frankie <laughs> uh, oh god how did frankie sound i, I was just i don't know i was just kind of doing a just a, heavy, a, like, just a just, little bit hey of my a... boy my boy bobby all right yeah i got this not what did i tell you kid you get the hell out of here You're too young to be coming in here all right i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not that young i, I just I'm just going to go see Nixon. Your voice can't even hold up to this kind of p- establishment. What does what voice have <clears throat> what, what have to do with anything? And Frank just face palms at that and just shakes his head. <laughs> Look, kid, I, I, I don't want to have to hurt you. Just get the hell out of here. Go back home. But, but, uh, I, oh, hey, Nixon. Uh, Dixon. I was going to come in here, but this guy wouldn't let me in. With good reason, Dixon, you're embarrassing yourself. Anyway, uh... Well, I was just about to take my leave of this uh, establishment. Dixon, walk with me a bit, will you? Yeah, all right. And so they start to make their way down the street. Um, what are you? What are you doing? What are you even doing out so late? It's so late. It's practically early. Shouldn't you be in bed? Well, see, I had some ideas, and I, I wanted to br- to bring them by you, if you don't mind. All right, sure. Th- Throw them at me, Dixie. Let's hear, let's hear your ideas. You have, you have until we get to the end of my street. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, first off, uh, I have this. I got a buddy down in the south side, and he says that there is an old lady that has like a ton of jewels, and I think it'd be pretty darn easy to get out there and go get them. And she leaves her front door open. <laughs> uh, we could just waltz right in and go get those jewels. It's amazing how careless people can be. I know, right? Well, Dixon, that's good. That's good. That's good work. You know, you're you're gathering information. You're paying attention. You're seeing opportunities. These are all good things. Do you want to know something that's maybe not as good? What's that? Stealing my brother's truck, Dixon. Well, you said we needed a car. And that was the only one you could think to take, huh? 
Well, look, he leaves the keys in that little little flap thing over the steering wheel. It was just, it was, I know, it was too I know, easy. I know, I know, trust me. I know. If Keith were a little old lady, he'd leave his door unlocked. Um, look, Dixon, if we're going to work together, which is something I imagine you would want us to continue to do, I'm going to need you to be smarter. Do you understand? And I, I realize, you know, that's qu- asking quite a lot of you. But you, you can't, you can't be, can't be as as obvious, because yeah, Keith is Keith is not exactly a big picture kind of fellow, and he paid me a visit earlier this evening, and he's not uh, particularly pleased at our current affiliation. He also noted that uh, your mother has been asking after you, which, frankly, is another thing I don't want to deal with. No, me neither. And I, I don't blame you. So what you need to do is you need to take care of these situations. You need to be smart about them. You need to have a certain je ne sais quoi. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah, I should have. I should. I. I. I should have seen that coming. That was on me. That's my bad. <laughs> you need to be a cat burglar in all aspects of your life, not just thievery, but in your relationships with people, how you handle them, how you deal with them, how you comport yourself. Now, Dixon, do you know anybody else who sounds like me, who walks like me, who acts like me? No. Exactly. Because everything that I do, I do deliberately. I do with forethought. And that, my boy, is something you need to start doing, or unfortunately, our uh, our camaraderie will have to come to an end. And this, this partnership will be over. Oh. So, we're going to give it a few days for uh, any potential heat to die down over the, the rash of old lady robbers before we go after we'll learn a little bit let's get a little bit more about uh, this woman that this friend of yours told you about let's get some names some addresses and if I you know if I don't hear from Keith if I don't hear stories of your mother rampaging through the south side well then your tutelage can continue so it'd be a lot easier to uh, deal with my mother if I had somewhere else to stay? Do you have a couch? Yes, Dixon, I have a couch, but we can't make we can't make this a regular thing. No, no, just a little while until until we make enough to, to give me my own place. Alright, there we go. That's good. That's aspirations. That's what we like to see in a man. But tonight you can have the couch. So I think I think Nixon gets paid one more visit for the evening. Uh, that uh, Dixon's uh, sleep, uh, fast asleep on the the couch. All right, I I, I think and... I got this one. This character. All right, good. Yeah, go for it. So uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, tell me what Nixon is doing now that they're back at his apartment. So yeah, Dick Dixon's sound asleep on the couch. Nixon's put a blanket over him. Is just looking at him, just like. Well, this is this is happening. And there's a knock at the door. Uh, and he's just like exhausted. 
because he hasn't really been doing any sleeping and now the snoring's happening here, he's not gonna hear anymore. So he's like, his act is completely dropped and he goes to, he opens the door and he's just like, hello? Uh, Nixon, what are you doing here? You still hanging out in this dump? I've, it is so late and I, I don't have time for this bullshit. He's like, just, he's doing like a half-assed version. So, uh, I mean, as much as I absolutely adore your opinion on the wallpaper or what the fuck have you, what do you want? Really, Muse? Is that any way to talk to one of the Capriottis? You, look, Dimitri, you are mid-level at best. Don't be cute. Nixon, no, you look. If I got the big man sending me down here because he's got a fucking job for you, why are you going to treat me like this? Gonna, you know what? I thought I thought we had this great rapport with the other pe- members of the other families. You know, we go back a little ways. Dimitri, um, <clears throat> look, Dimitri, 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 you'll have to forgive me the, the lateness of the hour I was out working tonight. I had, had a little bit of a celebration afterwards. I had a lovely visit from my brother it's it's been a it's been a night so you'll just um please please forgive any rudeness or or indiscretion i may have happened upon you said something about the big man having a job yeah the big man it's funny that you bring up your brother the muse family they're old hat around town and that's no disrespect to you no disrespect to your brother your father may he rest in peace god in heaven god bless him but, look, you guys took something that was his, or your father did. We're, we're just looking for it back. It's an easy, just a quick snatch and grab. You bring it back. Maybe you get out of this apartment. Maybe you got a spot in the family with us. In, in the Capriotti family. I mean, it's, it's not going to be no top level or nothing, but, uh, you know, we might got a open spot for you. Well, what sort of job are we talking about? Look, there's... It, it's gonna seem silly, and look, I ain't gonna be talking shit about the old man, but uh, he's he's got this heart on for this uh, little tiny trophy. It was something from his college days, or uh, something boxing related, I guess. I don't know, but supposedly your father ended up besting him. It's the only time your family's ever come out on top over the Capriottis, and uh, he's looking to get that back. That's right. The old title of 33. The Golden Gloves. <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh, I mean... What, what are you... D- Dimitri, don't be ridiculous. What do you need me for? Why don't you just send one of the guys down to the gym to just take it? Are you fucking kidding me? What do you think, what do you think your brother's gonna do to one of our boys? One of our lackeys we sent him down? Beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and if we send the old man down there, it's gonna start a whole fucking war throughout the city. Or you end up shooting Keith in the head. That is very much a possibility we would like to avoid. I suppose it's one I'd like to avoid, too, at the end of the day. All right. Fine. I mean, <laughs> easy enough, certainly. Consider it done, Dimitri. All right. I'll, I'll let the boss know. It's uh, be nice doing business with the Muse family again. And it'd be a pleasure working with the Capriotis once more. So I guess uh, Dimitri leaves and Nixon closes the door. And he just mouths like, what the fuck?
All right. Yeah. So that's going to do it for act one. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, roll our tilts. In the meantime, feel free to check out our other shows we do, like my other show, Life World, where my co-host Kate and I discuss true crime, which could have only happened because of or with the use of technology. Megan. Oh, oh no, lit class. It's a podcast. Still a podcast. <laughs> that's it. That's not, It's a podcast. Do you like books? Do you like dirty jokes? Do you like weird, long discussions about which character in Star Wars was probably the horniest? It doesn't really have to do with classic literature, but somehow we always end up there anyway. Listen to Ono Licklass. It, it's a podcast at onolicklass.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe you, if you have a cat, like, hold your cat up to your ear. Not the butt end, but like <laughs> when it's purring and you just press your ear to its tummy. And if you listen very, very closely, it's not actually purring. It's the sound of a podcast happening. I would listen to a cat purring podcast, actually. Yeah, that would be great. Honestly, so, so much. Right? And Susanna. Hi there. I am the keeper of the Thornvale podcast, which is a Monster of the Week RPG podcast that is set on an island right outside of Florida where a bunch of monster hunters try not to die while hunting monsters. <laughs> I said it more succinctly at the beginning of the episode. You can go listen to it there. And uh, where can people find that? Uh, you can find it pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's also thornvalepodcast.com. That's T-H-O-R-N-V-A-L-E podcast.com. And of course, links to all of those down in the show notes or at our website, rollingmisadventures.com, where you could find show notes there. You could find links to every guest we have ever had, links to our merch store Patreon. If you're so inclined and want to throw us a couple bucks, it is greatly appreciated. Uh, but guys, let's go ahead and roll our tilt. Roll it. What does that mean? You'll find out. You want to say that's not a good thing, though. What's that? It's the noise my cat is making right now. Um, <laughs> How much whiskey did you have, dude? Give me one second. <laughs> give me one second. No, get out of there. <laughs> no, come here. I think at this point, half of our outtakes have been us yelling at our cats. <laughs>